0: Stop what you're doing right now. It's episode number 63 of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how you can show off all the awesomeness you have to give.
1: Welcome to the Divorce Resource Guy podcast with Jason Lavoie, aka the Divorce Resource Guy, a former divorce attorney turned divorce coach, talking about all things divorce, including the good, bad, and the ugly from an attorney's point of view. Remember, you're not alone. And now your host... Jason Lavoy.
0: Welcome to yet another episode of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. I'm your host Jason Lavoy, aka the Divorce Resource Guy, and today we're talking all about awesomeness. And that's right, my guest Rashana Price is known as the giver of awesomeness. Now she is also an author, coach, speaker, and radio personality. She has Uh, She is, I should say, a fierce advocate for those who have experienced bullying, right? Very important. And she has a supportive and systematic approach to deep personal exploration that helps individuals identify the source of hurt, recover from the trauma, and build confidence. She has a passion for helping people understand why bullies come into their lives and the lessons that we learn when they leave. Her popular iHeartRadio show, Awesomeness in Action, is a powerful platform for people to share their personal stories of overcoming adversity and changing negativity into awesomeness, which is why I have her on the show. So let's get right to it and get into some awesomeness. And everybody, let me introduce to you Roshana Price. Roshana, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me.
1: Hey, Jason. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: I'm excited to have you here. We were just talking... Uh, Off the air. And we got a lot of stuff to talk about that I think people will hopefully benefit from because it's not often talked about like it should be. Um, But before we get into the nitty gritty, give everybody who might not be familiar with yourself um, a little bit idea of, you know, who you are and kind of how you got to this point.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm Rashawna Price, known as the giver of awesomeness. That is my official registered trademark. U.S. government says no one else can use it. I love and that. it was really a download. Yeah. When I was figuring out who I was supposed to be, and if you've ever sat at your computer updating your LinkedIn profile going, what am I supposed to be doing in this world? Who am I supposed to be? This download of, oh, you're a giver. You're amazing. You're awesome. You rock. And then it was like giver of awesomeness. Trademark that. And for the last three and a half years, I've been on an entrepreneurial journey, small business growth to help individuals and organizations discover, guard, and give their awesomeness to the world around them. And so that's the coaching and the speaking work that I do. And I'm excited to share the message and what we're going to talk about today.
0: Yeah. Um and I have, it's not trademarked, but it I have, uh, it's episode number, I think it's 13 of my podcast. It's called the trifecta of awesomeness,
1: Ooh, <laughs> yes, where, where, I,
0: where I talk about, and I didn't come up with that term. Somebody else came up, my guest on that episode came up with that term, but she let me use it. I uh, it talk about the, you know, forming your divorce team and your, you know, professionals that you should uh, have around you as you go throughout the journey. So the giver of awesomeness, I just, mm-hmm. I love it. It rolls right off the tongue. And people need, people need some awesomeness uh, these days, don't you think?
1: Now more than ever, and it's, it's time for people to really step into it. People have always had it, and it's been suppressed in many ways. You deal with people that are going through divorces or that are on the cusp of that, and those can be some really challenging relationships that can steal awesomeness.
0: Yeah, so that's actually a great way I think we can start this is – A lot of people who are listening to this and then I work with um, are dealing in going through a divorce or thinking about it and they're in their spouse or soon to be ex, whatever you want to call them are for lack of a better word, not very nice. Right. (laughs) Um, Or it's not a, it's not a friendly and amicable dynamic, Mm -hmm. but you know, so we call them narcissists sometimes um, a holes, whatever you want to call them. (laughs) They are, you know, it's, it's a tenuous situation. So mm-hmm. and then right, I feel like they do it it sucks the awesomeness right out of you. Um, you know, and, and makes you go into this, you know, spiral downward spiral. And so let's start about talking about like, how do you how does someone who feels like that, who they're, you know, feeling stuck, they're overwhelmed, and, and the awesomeness is just getting sucked out of them, uh, because of what they're dealing with at home and with their relationship, how how can they either maintain it or get it back?
1: So, yeah, the first thing is to get it back, you have to acknowledge that it's being taken so that you can set the boundaries. So often people that are even going through divorce when they're struggling, they get to a point where they're, I like to call it double dutching, where they're kind of going in and out. Should I, shouldn't I? The longer the am I or am I not happens, the more opportunity for someone's awesomeness to be stolen from them or that for them to just give it up to someone else, even a spouse. So the first thing is to recognize that it's happening and set the boundaries. And then whatever is there that's left, you can rebuild because the gifts, the talents, the way you think about things, the way you approach things, your ability to be kind and loving and sensitive and all of these things that sometimes get really talked down to or beaten up on, in a toxic relationship are the gifts and talents it is the awesomeness that someone has and when you know that it's actually your gift you'll find the right relationships to be in where it's treasured and honored and appreciated
0: yeah absolutely do you do you have any strategies or tips that you can share to help people get started with that how to getting it back
1: yeah so the first thing i is the i call it the tarnish effect so when someone's awesomeness is beginning to tarnish, it happens really slowly like sterling silver. When you, when you, if you have sterling silver, if you've ever seen it, when it is nice and shiny and then you kind of just leave it out, you can go a day or a week. And before you know it, it's just dulling. Right. The same thing is happening. So the first strategy to put in place is a daily check-in with yourself. How am I feeling today? And if the answer is not great, then own it. And I recommend to people that they actually track it on a calendar, on a phone, get a one of the wall calendars and start to track it. Because in the mind sometimes, and maybe you've heard this with your clients, there's this sense of, well, maybe it's not that bad. Or I had a friend who was actually murdered by her husband due to domestic violence. Oh my God. And one of the things she said was I stayed so long because I hoped it would get better. And so the mind can play tricks on you in terms of, of well, it's not that bad or or it'll get better. Or they promised they would be different. And so then you believe them. And before someone knows it, a day can turn into a week, a week can turn into a month, a month into years, and then it, then it's continuing. So start to track how you're feeling about the relationship that you're in and having it external is key.
0: Yeah, that, that those are great points. And I'm glad you said that because oftentimes, what I find is, it's a cycle, right? And and you just brought up, I at least I think I heard two things um, that we could label them or not label them, it doesn't matter what you call them. But it's the it's the conduct and the actions that you you have to address. And so, Mm -hmm. right, like people, like, let's just start with, right, they promise you the world, or, you know, they, you know, they take you out, to mm-hmm. fancy dinners, they buy you whatever you want. Right? Some people call that love bombing. I don't know if you ever heard that word.
1: I have. Um, yeah, I love bombing. Yes. Yeah.
0: And, yes. and so right, it's a technique used by, you know, classic mm-hmm. narcissists, I'll, I'll call that, but is doing it, and you know, it gets you sucked in, and then you buy in, um, thinking that they're going to change. And then of course, when they got you back, or they don't, mm-hmm. and then you know, they start treating you like crap again um and it's a cycle and then right you hope it gets better right hope i think is can be a great thing um but it could be a dangerous thing in a way too because if you just rely on hope without anything else um you're gonna fall into the same cycles again and and the same traps and then it doesn't change and then right months and years pass and nothing's nothing is happening except yeah right your awesomeness is getting sucked away even more and more
1: yeah and it's there it's this understanding that the person on the other end is the ideal partner when they're in the healthy space it's just that healthy space doesn't last or it's an act that they put on or they're super charismatic because they know that's what you want or what you need and then they suck you back in and that's true in relationships and divorce that that can be seen in the boardrooms and in meetings and in friendships it can happen to anyone if If someone isn't careful to understand what their gifts and talents are, what that internal awesomeness is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That healthy space, Mm -hmm. a lot of times it's just a facade.
1: Yes. And it's not
0: sincere. So, right. The whole point is you want to be in a relationship that's genuine. Uh, That is genuine.
1: I say my children have started to quote this. I've said it so much. I said, what people say is who they want to be. What they do is who they are. And so you have to believe them.
0: Bam, and I say that in a much less, uh, you know, interesting way. I, <laughs> I say actions speak louder than words. Yeah, you know, and and it's true. Like it, it's every time it holds true. Um, and right, people can say and talk a big game, um, but what they do is who they are, and that's the truth.
1: That's the truth. That's that the truth. is the truth. Yeah.
0: Uh, so when people acknowledge. What's going on, mm-hmm. um, and now they're ready to make a change. Um, it's still they're in a very difficult and challenging position because the person that they're dealing with, oftentimes, is no dummy, and they are very manipulative and good at what they what they do in manipulating. Right. So, what can somebody do, or how do you coach somebody who is at the acknowledgement stage and ready to now? take action and and make a change? How are there steps that they should go about to do that safely? Or how do you how do you coach them through that?
1: Yeah, so it depends on what their goal is. So if someone is in a relationship, and they're looking to leave though, and depending on the type of relationship is if it's been violent, etc, that's a very different process, because totally different. Yeah, totally different. If somebody is in a relationship, and it's like this is unhealthy, I need to get out of it what I coach people to do is to first heal the wounds that they have because the unconscious mind doesn't know the difference between yesterday's conversation with that person and five years ago or 25 years ago, if it's been a long lasting relationship. And so we have to heal the wounds and heal the mind so that the pathways that are in the unconscious mind that have actually gotten something out of Or that have told the story like, well, they need me. If I leave, what will they do? Or or, if I leave, I won't have anything or I'm nothing. We have to heal all of that and replace those limiting beliefs with now awesome beliefs about who you are, the power that you have. So that as someone is creating boundaries, if they're going to stay or boundaries, if they're going to leave, they're able to do that and hold to them because the boomerang that happens is something that creates more trauma and more issues for someone.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And limiting beliefs are largely most of the time based in fear, right? It's, it's, it's fear of, well, what, what are the next steps going to be? Or what will I my life look like look like without this person? Or how, you know, how am I going to survive, you know, on my own? Those are all fear based.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right. those are definitely fear, the fear-based thinking or the cycle that someone can be in in terms of if I leave, what's going to happen? I can't support myself. They said I was nothing. So, and then like the whole belief of that.
0: Right, so you got to break that.
1: You have to break that and you have to heal it and really uh, take think about it as a webbing in the mind. And so we have to help the person go through specific processes that I facilitate with my clients to help them break that webbing down go back to when it first started happening. And for some people, they're in relationships with people that actually treat them like their spouses, like they're, excuse me, like they're in relationships with a, a spouse or a partner that is similar to a relationship with someone they had when they were younger, a mm, parent, right. a brother, et cetera. And that wasn't healed. And so that behavior has then now manifested as a, an adult.
0: It's like therapy, really.
1: Yeah, so I'm actually trained in certified in matrix therapy. It's a type of therapy that falls under the neuro linguistic programming practitioner work that I am certified in as well. So many people I work with have been in clinical therapy for a long time. That's not the type of coaching that I do. The goal is to heal someone and release them. To go out into the world so they aren't dependent on me. They're able to come back if they need updates. However, they're able to go off fully healed and resourced.
0: That was very wordy what you just said about the the, matrix. No, 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 the matrix and uh, I'm thinking the movie.
1: (laughs) Yes, it's like a webbing. Our minds are like that.
0: Yes. It's complicated.
1: It's complicated. Just like the movie. Just like the movie.
0: That's very complicated. Yeah. (laughs) And but right. And so that's why a lot of people who come across people like, you know, you and me, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're deciding, well, you know, do I need coaching? Or is this, you know, just some foofy something or another, like it's going through any traumatic time in your life and you're dealing with emotions and feelings and, and mindset issues. Like it's complicated, right? We're, we are complicated beings and and the mind, right. If you look at, think of it like a web, I love that analogy. Um, Think of, like thousands, uh, hundreds of thousands of, of webbings. And, you know, it's, it's complicated stuff and you can't, I really don't know anybody who really handles that type of healing or, you know, dealing with trauma alone. Well, and, and so you need help. You need people to help guide you.
1: You do that. I think that's one of the tricks or lies you could think about it that people tell themselves or that they've been told or that they believe is that I have to do it alone or that there is shame in it, that there's shame that there's embarrassment and needing help when the truth is that we all need help and that we can all find ourselves if we aren't careful in unhealthy relationships, especially when we don't know what we bring to the table or we believe that what we bring to the table, isn't valuable when it is.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Good stuff. Now I know part of what you do too, is you deal with what you call adult bullies,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Yep. And, and I think we all have met one or two adult bullies in our lifetime. Yes. <laughs> um, And makes me wonder if they were bullies when they were younger. Good prob. Good probability. They were right. But
1: Probably. well, how or they were picked on. Right. One or the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How,
0: in the context of a divorce, oftentimes, the spouse, you know, the the other spouse that my client would be work dealing with is would be classified as the bully, right? So what are some of the most common, you know, attributes that you attach to adult bullies? And and how do you deal with those?
1: So in in my book, I talk about I call the adult bullies awesomeness stealers because they see your gift and they see your talent and they want to use it against you. The same thing happens in marriages where while someone is getting picked on or minimized, that's one of the characters, the other person, so the spouse that's not in the picture that you're not dealing with your client is the person that the spouse is using to get their inner joy from. Right. So as they're bullying or minimizing that person they're actually getting joy out of it and you can see it and the more some and it can start really small so for all your listeners out there if you're in a relationship with someone and you go out to eat and you're or Before COVID, you went out to eat. Right, (laughs) what's that? Right, before COVID you went out to eat. Now you're eating in and they're picking, nitpicking, but they're picking at like, hey, you're going back for a second. You know, your butt's getting a little big or hey, you just had a second beer and now look at your whatever, right? Like, cause that can be, it's gender. There is no gender to it, how this happens.
0: Right, shouldn't you order a salad, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. So those little comments, most people start to just brush off it can be the beginning of minimizing behavior that creates a cycle where the person actually gets a little high out of it. They get a cortisol, they get a boost of joy and excitement out of it. And then because they get joy and excitement or feel that stress of like, Ooh, I just did some good thing. They can then seek the person out to do it again. And then the next time they do it and it's a little bit bolder, it's a little bit more hurtful. And the hurt that someone is giving is actually joy on the other end. Right. right. That it's is a, one of the minimizing uh, characteristics.
0: It's a dysfunction is what it is. I mean, compared to a healthy relationship. Um, and, and that's exactly what happens. And I always, you know, when I talk about, you know, dealing with narcissistic behaviors, you know, they the narcissist um the fuel for their fire is you and and how they can manipulate you and and kind of just like what you described talk down to you and 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 how you react to that um is what they feed off of and and that's why they keep you around oftentimes it's because you're giving them what they need and they keep on doing it and they're going to keep taking it up a notch until you reach your breaking point, you know, which can be a a long time. Um, So
1: yeah, and they're doing it to you because you're the person that actually has the strength in the relationship. You might not know it, you might not feel like it. But and that's the point of when I talk about awesomeness dealing, adult bullying, it's less to talk about the other person. It's really to talk about it's happening to you for a reason because you have the gift, you have the talent, you have the awesomeness inside.
0: And they feel threatened.
1: And they, yeah, I don't I don't use that though because the end of this sentence leads us back to that person ultimately yep. sitting with the, it's you, you have the power, you have the control, you have the the strength. And what would you do? Who would you be with if you used it?
0: Yeah. I, I love, I love how you just said that because I preach it all the time. You can only control you. You can't control somebody else. So don't try number one, um, and focus on you and your gifts, yeah. right. And yeah. what you bring to the table and how you react to certain things. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Love that. So before we wrap up, you mentioned your book. Do you want to give everybody, uh, you know, an idea of what book you're talking about?
1: Yeah, so the book is called Be a Giver of Awesomeness. If you go to Amazon, you can search for Giver of Awesomeness. It'll come right up or Be a Giver of Awesomeness and the book is right there. And I've been excited, I self-publish. So for all the self-publishers out there or those who want to write a book, do it because you have no idea who your book is going to help. My book has been rated five stars, it's helped a lot of people and there are questions. So in the event you're wondering, do I have an adult bully? get the book and go through it. And I want to hear from you.
0: And I want to hear from you, too. If you get the book, tell me what you think um, and and how it worked out for you. Because, right, you know, it starts off with getting asking the right questions. And then when you start looking into the answers, that's where the real healing begins. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Roshana, this was so great having you on. I love talking to you. I'm going to have to have you on again because I know we have so much stuff that we can talk more about. Yeah. Um, but tell everybody where they can find you.
1: So you can find me on Facebook as Giver of Awesomeness. And you can also find me on LinkedIn as Rashawna Price. Those are the two best ways.
0: Awesome. And by the time this comes out and yet you're listening to it, hopefully, um, for many of you, you're going to have, you're starting a, a new class that you want to talk, mention? Real yeah. Quick?
1: So for all the listeners out there, if you are like, oh my goodness, Roshana, I need to be about of your next, tra- I need to be in your next training. I want to learn more about all of the things you've been talking about. Then I want you to go to rashanaprice.com and click on the NLP button. It will be there and you can register for the course so that you can get the training to overcome limiting beliefs, to break through some of the personal barriers that you have and to be ready to step into your awesomeness. Would love to have
0: you. Love it. Take advantage, people. All these resources
1: yeah.
0: are out there to help you. And that's why I have people like Roshana on the show, because just to show you that it's there. All right? It's there. It's for you. You have to take action, and you have to go get it. But you can. Roshana, thank you so much again for coming on.
1: Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: All right. What an awesome, pardon the pun, conversation I had with Roshana Price there. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I... Uh, Did hosting it Um, And the moral of today's story folks Is exactly what she said Um, You know And I will just paraphrase it In in my own words You know pretty much actions Speak louder than words right People are how they act Not what they say So just keep that in mind uh, When you're going through uh, Your divorce, your relationship Future relationships Actions really do speak louder than words And so you have to judge people by their actions. Um, And that is what governs. So if you are looking for personal help uh, and would like some strategy and coaching from a former divorce attorney to turn divorce coach, look no further. Check out JasonLavoy.com and check out uh, the resources that I have uh, available, including personal and group coaching programs. If you have any questions, feel free to email me, Jason at JasonLavoy.com. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast so you get all new episodes when they come out and you can continue to learn more about divorce so you have the information you need to know to make the best decisions for your life. In the meantime, all I'm going to ask you to do is be strong, act confident, and stay positive. I'm Jason Lavoie, aka The Divorce Resource Guy, and I'll be seeing you real soon.